Hello, and welcome to the Nom at Noon podcast. Hosting today's episode is yours truly, Abigail Becca. The topic of the hour, a brief history of the Vietnam War. Now, stay with me as we cover the start of the war, Viet Cong, the My Lai Massacre, and more. What's that? The Vietnam War was a long and costly conflict that pitted the communist government of North Vietnam against South Vietnam and its principal ally, us, the United States. Opposition to the war in the U.S. bitterly divided Americans, even after President Richard Nixon signed the Paris Peace Accords and ordered the withdrawal of U.S. forces in 1973. Now, communist forces ended the war by seizing control of South Vietnam in 1975, and the country was unified as the Socialist Republic of Vietnam the following year. More than 3 million people, including over 58,000 Americans, were killed in the Vietnam War, and more than half of the dead were Vietnamese civilians. Now, let's break this down a little more. The Vietnam War and active U.S. involvement in the war began in the year 1954, this would be one of the longest wars in U.S. history. Though ongoing conflict in the region had stretched back several decades even before this. After host communist forces took power in the North, armed conflict between Northern and Southern armies continued until the Northern Viet Minh's decisive victory in the Battle of Dinh Binh Phu in May of 1954. The French loss at the battle ended almost a century of French colonial rule in Indochina, which was called this at the time. The subsequent treaty, signed in July 1954 at a Geneva conference, split Vietnam along the latitude known as the 17th Parallel, with Ho in control in the north and Bao in the south. The treaty also called for nationwide elections for reunification to be held in 1956. In 1955, however, the strongly anti-communist politician Ngo Dinh Diem pushed Emperor Bao aside to become president of the government of the Republic of Vietnam, shortened to GVN often referred to during that era as South Vietnam. With the Cold War intensifying on the home front and worldwide, the United States hardened its policies against any allies of the Soviet Union, and by 1955, President Dwight D. Eisenhower had pledged his firm support to Diem in South Vietnam. With training and equipment from American military and the CIA, Diem's security forces cracked down on Viet Minh sympathizers in the South, whom he derisively called Viet Cong, or Vietnamese communist, arresting some 100,000 people, many of whom were brutally tortured and executed. By 1957, the Viet Cong and other opponents of Diem's repressive regime began fighting back with attacks on government officials and other targets, and by 1959, they had begun engaging the South Vietnamese army in firefights. In December 1960, Diem's many opponents within South Vietnam, both communist and non-communist, formed the National Liberation Front, or NLF, to organize resistance to the regime. Though the NLF claimed to be autonomous, and that most of its members were not communists, many in Washington assumed it was a puppet of Hanoi. Now, by 1962, the U.S. military presence in South Vietnam had reached some 9,000 troops, compared with fewer than 800 during the 1950s. Quite a jump there. 
In March 1965, new President Johnson made the decision to send U.S. combat forces into battle in Vietnam. By June, 82,000 combat troops were stationed in Vietnam, and military leaders were calling for 175,000 more by the end of 1965 to shore up the struggling South Vietnamese army. Despite the concerns of some of his advisors about this escalation, and about the entire war effort amid a growing anti-war movement, Johnson authorized the immediate dispatch of 100,000 troops at the end of July 1965, and another 100,000 in 1966. In addition to the United States, South Korea, Thailand, Australia, and New Zealand also committed troops to fight in South Vietnam, albeit on a much smaller scale. By November 1967, the number of American troops in Vietnam was approaching 500,000, and U.S. casualties had reached 15,058 killed and 100,527 wounded. As the war stretched on, some soldiers came to mistrust the government's reasons for keeping them there, as well as Washington's repeated claims that the war was being, quote-unquote, won. Between July 1966 and December 1973, a span of seven years, more than 503,000 U.S. military personnel deserted, and a robust anti-war movement among American forces spawned violent protests, killings, and mass incarcerations of personnel stationed in Vietnam, as well as within the United States. By the end of 1967, across the seas, Hanoi's communist leadership was growing impatient as well, and sought to strike a decisive blow aimed at forcing the better-supplied United States to give up hopes of success. On January 31, 1968, some 70,000 DRV forces under General Vo Nyung Giap launched the Tet Offensive, named for the, new, lo, named for the Lunar New Year. A coordinated series of fierce attacks on more than 100 cities and towns in South Vietnam. Taken by complete surprise, U.S. and South Vietnamese forces nonetheless managed to strike back quickly, and the communists were unable to hold any of the targets for more than a day or two. Reports of the Tet Offensive stunned the U.S. public, however, especially after news broke that Westmoreland had requested an additional 200,000 troops, despite repeated assurances that victory in the Vietnam War was imminent. With his approval ratings dropping in an election year, Johnson called a halt to bombing in much of North Vietnam, though bombings continued in the South, and promised to dedicate the rest of his term to seeking peace rather than re-election. Johnson's new tack, laid out in a March 1968 speech, met with a positive response from Hanoi, and peace talks between the U.S. and North Vietnam opened in Paris that coming May. Despite the later inclusion of the South Vietnamese and the NLF, the dialogue soon reached an impasse, and after a bitter 1968 election season marred by violence, Republican Richard M. Nixon won the presidency. Nixon sought to deflate the anti-war movement by appealing to a silent majority of Americans who he believed supported the war effort. In an attempt to limit the volume of American casualties, he announced a program called Vietnamization, withdrawing U.S. troops, increasing aerial and artillery bombardment, and giving the South Vietnamese the training and weapons needed to effectively control the ground war. In addition to the Vietnamization policy, Nixon continued public peace talks in Paris, adding higher-level secret talks conducted by Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, 
beginning in the spring of 1968. The North Vietnamese continued to insist on complete and unconditional U.S. withdrawal, plus the ouster of U.S.-backed General Nguyen Gun Van Thu. As conditions of peace, however, and as a result, the peace talks stalled. The next few years would bring even more carnage, including the horrifying revelation that U.S. soldiers had mercilessly slaughtered more than 400 unarmed civilians in the village of Mai Lai in March 1968, what came to be known as the Mai Lai Massacre. Following the event, anti-war protests continued to build as the conflict wore on. In 1968 and 1969, there were hundreds of protest marches and gatherings throughout the country. On November 15, 1969, the largest anti-war demonstration in American history took place in Washington, D.C., as over 250,000 Americans gathered peacefully, calling for withdrawal of American troops from Vietnam. As the first U.S. troops were withdrawn, those who remained became increasingly angry and frustrated, exasperating problems with morale and leadership. Tens of thousands of soldiers received dishonorable discharges for desertion, and about 500,000 American men from about 1965 to 1973 became what were called draft dodgers, with many fleeing to Canada to evade conscription. Nixon ended draft calls in 1972 and instituted an all-volunteer army the following year. In January 1973, the United States and North Vietnam finally concluded a final peace agreement, ending open hostilities between the two nations. War between North and South Vietnam continued, however, until April 30, 1975, when DRV forces captured Saigon, renaming it Ho Chi Minh City. Ho himself died in 1969, however. More than two decades of violent conflict had inflicted a devastating toll on Vietnam's population. After years of warfare, an estimated 2 million Vietnamese were killed, while 3 million were wounded, and another 12 million became refugees. Warfare had demolished the country's infrastructure and economy, and Reconstruction proceeded slowly. In 1976, Vietnam was unified as the Socialist Republic of Vietnam, though sporadic violence continued over the next 15 years, including conflicts with neighboring China and Cambodia. And that, listeners, is a brief history on the Vietnam War. See you at noon.